Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Influence. I'm your host, Adam Connor. On today's show, you might have been stuck inside for the last couple months, so I'm going to introduce a little sun into your diet. I'm on today with a brand called Sun Basket. More on that in a second. If you're new to this show, thank you for coming. I'm glad that you're here, and I hope you stay in touch. This is a show which is all about how some of the most interesting brands out there today are mobilizing their masses to become more authentic. Now, as I said, I'm on with a brand called Sun Basket. This is a meal delivery service, and the person who's on the show today is Vanessa Myers, their senior vice president of growth, and she'll be telling you more about that. But in today's circumstance, getting food delivered to your house is, um, for some folks, completely essential, and for most folks, really easy and really convenient. So I was really glad to talk to Vanessa and explore what this means for the business right now, and particularly the currency of service moments. Now, as you'll hear on the show, this is a term that I really had not been familiar with before. I think it may have been borrowed from hospitality, but regardless, it made me think about all the different touch points which a consumer has with a product. And the good thing about Sunbasket is that they know the most vulnerable, raw, authentic moments that a consumer has. And I think they have it down to a science as to how to extract the most value from that. And of course, many stories come with that. We have those included on the show as well. And as you all are used to, towards the end, Vanessa gives some advice on how to build a more authentic brand, relying on her experience across multiple industries in multiple different types of roles, and I really appreciated that. But I'll step out of the way now and let you hear it. So without further ado, here's our show from today with, from Sunbasket, Vanessa Myers. All right, everybody, I am here with Vanessa Myers from Sunbasket. Vanessa, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you? I'm great. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you. I am curious uh, to, to learn more about the brand, learn more about what you uh, do for Sunbasket, and then, of course, jump into the to the stories of, of your happy customers, which is what this show is all about. First thing that I want to do, just for people who, who aren't aware of what Sunbasket is, if you could uh, please provide just a very brief overview of, uh, of what Sunbasket's all about. Yeah, uh, Sunbasket is a healthy meal delivery service. And we really believe in the transformative power of food. So our mission is very much to help people improve their lives through healthy eating. I think, I think most people know what a meal kit is, but there are a few ways that Sunbasket really stands out. Um, first of all, because we believe that what you put in your body is so important, Sunbasket has a huge commitment to only sourcing the highest quality ingredients. So all Sunbasket meals are made with organic produce, um, sustainably raised, antibiotic and hormone-free meat, and wild-caught seafood. We also want to meet customers wherever they are in their health journey. So whether you're paleo and want to be eating paleo every night, or whether you're a vegetarian, or you have a gluten allergy and need to eat gluten-free, we offer a range of different meal plans and menu choices every week to meet a wide variety of dietary and also lifestyle preferences. But one of the reasons I am most excited about Sunbasket today is that now we are much more than just a meal kit. One of the biggest areas of feedback we've heard from customers over the years is that sometimes they're just too busy to cook. So 
for those nights, we have developed um, pre-prepped as well as heat and eat meals that you can pop in the oven or microwave and still have a healthy, nutritious, nutrient-dense meal on the table in minutes. So I, uh, in looking around the various meal delivery services, this was one which I I perceived that that dietary preference was um, prioritized over anything else. And I just didn't see it. And maybe it exists in other folks in the space. I don't know. But but I saw it prioritized so much here. I was like, wow, that's really great. Um, I'm glad that uh, you, you put that first and foremost. For you, I want to know what it was about what it was about food, what it was about this service in particular that convinced you to join the team because you have a rich background, but also a diverse background in terms of the industries that you're a part of. I know you've done some consulting, you've been involved in entertainment, you've been involved in transportation, you've been involved in in hospitality. What about food drew you in? Uh, Yeah. Well, so first of all, I was really drawn to the Sun Basket mission as an athlete all my life. And now as a mom of young children, it's always been really important to me what I put in my body and what I feed my family. So healthy eating is just something I can really personally resonate with and feel good about working for a company that is striving to advance that in the world. Um, And then to your point, coming from hospitality, I also really am drawn to service. So I believe that there are small service moments that can have outsized emotional impact in people's lives. So working for Sunbasket isn't just about, you know, delivering food. It's about helping enable a busy mom who's rushing home from work to feel good about the food she's putting on the table for her family. Or it's helping someone who faces a health challenge or opportunity to really have their shoulders down um, and feel that Sunbasket has their back on delivering food that meets their needs. So... I love working, and both in service of the physical win, but also that bigger emotional benefit. And then thirdly, you know, I was really curious about the meal kit category and really eager to dive into the marketing challenge, knowing that it would grow and evolve over the years. So when I first joined Sunbasket, it was very much a smaller meal kit company within a growing set of competitors. And I think the challenge as I saw it at the time was how we can take that relationship with the customer and serving them dinner and grow it and evolve it to meet more of their healthy eating needs, provide more variety, um, provide different ways to engage digitally as well as with food. So the evolution of the category is very much in focus today with COVID as we seek to understand how we can better meet the needs of customers as they seek to shelter safely in place. So those service moments, can you talk through what some of those are specifically to me? Does it have to do with the product experience? Is it about things that you hear from consumers? I want to get into that a little bit. I haven't heard that exact term before, service moments. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it comes from hospitality. I mean, the idea that, um, you know, you can, someone in a service role you can really make someone's day um, through a small thing, whether it's a welcome, whether it's, um, you know, it's, it's an act of caring and an act of love just by taking care of someone. Um, and that's the same thing that happens, you know, in my mind when a sun basket arrives on your doorstep. 
we've always the, the founder story of Out and Sun Basket is very much around making sure that the box experience feels like a gift, so this present that's arriving to you. Um, so, so, so the service moment is is at its strongest for Sun Basket very much when the food um, arrives at your door and when it is you know cooked with love and placed on the table for someone's family. That's a very intimate moment, which is why I say it has this outsized emotional impact. Um, and I think here at Sunbasket, we feel very honored to be invited, not just into people's homes, but onto their dinner tables with their, with their families. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what it's about for me. So within these moments, which are emotional and vulnerable, and I would say authentic as a result of that, because of what's closer to people's hearts than food, what are within your team, the team dedicated to growing the business, are the principles or mantras or qualities that you're hoping to instill either into your team members or then into uh, the folks who are receiving your baskets in order to continue to foster that brand love? Essentially, what I'm asking for here are what are the guiding principles that you take in leading this team forward to ensure that those uh, that those moments filled with love that you've just described continue to be made. So the biggest um, guiding principle is definitely curiosity, followed by like insight, insight, insight. Like how do we understand what our customer wants? How do we make the role that we're playing generally in in her life and by extension her family's life um, more important? by understanding what you want. So I'd say the strongest principle, like tactically executed within my teams are like a constant hunger for consumer insights. We interview um, customers. We do customer surveys weekly, whether it's probing to understand what she wants in expanded food product offering, what she wants in our digital product um, to increase flexibility. I mean, it, it is this constant quest for insights that I think guides um, our food product teams, our digital product teams, our CRM teams, um, my growth marketing team, and my creative team. So how does that change or has it changed or how has it evolved over the past roughly three months? You know, here we are in this context where I got to imagine, frankly, it's probably quite a boon to the business where uh, food's being delivered right to their homes. They, I would assume, are busy, even if not in the traditional sense of pre-COVID, what was busy, their home, everything's happening at home. It's probably a whirlwind. So how have tactics changed or have they developed or have they in this circumstance? I imagine, and my guess, feel free to correct me, is it not a whole lot it had to change because the model has always been delivered directly to home and like enhance those moments at home? But I'm curious as to your take about what has evolved as the world has. Yeah, I mean, for today's context, I think COVID-19 has really shined a spotlight on Sunbasket's mission and purpose. So, you know, pre-COVID in a world where meal kit subscriptions, um, that service might sit somewhere between the nice to have of a restaurant and the need to have of a grocery store. The, the coronavirus and the consumer behaviors that we've all been forced into as we shelter safely at home um, has really made food delivery into an essential service. So I think in some ways it has 
double down on, on this first principle I mentioned of service. Um, it is really, um, truly put us in a position where we can, like, our employees feel that we are truly a purpose-driven brand in this context as we get customers' food safely delivered to their homes. Um, and, you know, I think that while that has been dialed up, I think something that we had had to be increasingly sensitive to in this environment is how we message to our customers in a way um, that isn't opportunistic, um, that isn't about, you know, just growing demand and because business is booming right now <laughs> and additional revenue generation, but really um, centered in empathy for the customer, empathy for you know, the constraints that we're all feeling right now. Um, and all in all, I'd say it's just been this tremendous opportunity to become even more connected to our consumer as we, as we sit here at home feeling some of the pain points that they feel around um, getting food safely delivered that is healthy, um, being able to maintain choice and variety, um, being able to meet their dietary preferences, etc. Right. And that's that, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's, that's part of what I talk about here on the show. Um, as business has been booming, as you noted, so too, by definition, must the number of these service moments that you described at the very top. And what better way to be growing a brand authentically than to be able to take advantage of that swell in moments uh, to share with people, to take it in, not, not, not only as a point of feedback, I'm sure that's helpful too, um, but also as a way to go to market and to speak through those people whose lives are being truly made easier and more convenient right now, especially in the circumstances, through the service moments that you provide. So I'm curious to know how you're taking advantage of some of that, um, how you're bringing it in, how you're, how you're funneling it outward. Uh, I want to know all about it. Sure. Um, yeah, so I think the ways that we are, like, as a company, really trying to like breathe in and breathe out this experience together with our customers, you know, it starts with our employee community. Um, there has been a huge effort around um, just really sharing out the customer testimonials and the customer expressions of gratitude that we've gotten right now. Um, you know, we have, in addition to our home office, we have thousands of workers at our warehouses that are um, packing the food, that are making the spice blends and the sauces. Um, we are, you know, printing and putting up these um, testimonials and, and gratitude expressions in the facilities right now, really to let our workers know how heroic the work is that they are doing, because it, it truly is. Um, so that, that feedback look loop from our customers back to the people who are preparing uh, the meals and packing the boxes um, has never been stronger than it is right now. Then within our, within our customer community, um, you know, we always naturally kind of like weave in customer testimonials on our website and into our marketing communications. Um, and often we'll do campaigns periodically focusing on customer favorites on, on the menu um, but I, I think that really one of our predominant ways that we um, let our customers know that we are hearing their feedback and understanding their experiences 
is through our um, innovation pipeline. So I think to bring it back into the here and now, we, in a very timely way, are in the midst of launching one of our newest product lines, which is oven-ready meals. So I think we can all feel the fatigue of cooking at home right now. <laughs> I don't know about you, but you know, cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner for myself and my two kids, um, the initial novelty of that has, has, has worn off a bit of the wonderful family time at home. Yeah. At a certain point, um, you just kind of want to throw something in the oven and be like, all right, kids will be ready in 20 minutes. Leave me alone. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, not really, but it like, it's kind of at some point just like, I need a, I need a beverage, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in like lockstep with the kind of our customers right now is you know, the, the need for some nights where um, you, some nights you want to cook and some nights you just want to get dinner done. So we are, you know, very lucky to be at a place where we've had this um, innovation um, development line going and right in the midst of coming off the tailwinds of the COVID crisis, um, we will be bringing our customers kind of the national launch of our oven ready product with the message of, you know, now for those nights that you don't want to cook, you don't have to. Right. Um, and that is very much a you asked, we listen kind of message. You've you've been telling us for um, for, you know, for over the over the four years I've been here at SunBasket, this has been a growing area of consumer feedback of the food's amazing. I just sometimes can't, can't cook it. Yeah, right. Um, so, so yeah, it all, as I said at the beginning of the interview, like we are a food product company. It's very much about um, the experience that customers are having in their homes and the food they're putting into their mouths and into the bodies of their families. And th- that is the most powerful way that we can tell our customers we hear them and in, in how we evolve that product offering to better meet their needs. Yeah, right. You know, speaking of those sorts of things, you have a particular story or two in mind of a either through a testimonial or a customer that you have some basket that you know that uh, has has had their lives uh, made easier in that way. Maybe not through that. I imagine you're doing oven ready and test markets and things like that. But um, is there just a story or two that comes to mind for that? Because that'd be interesting to hear. Yeah, we get a lot of feedback from our customers about Sunbasket has helped them. Um, but I think today we are hearing just tremendous um, expressions of gratitude for the service as we're able to help people through this difficult time by taking one thing off their plate, um, avoiding the grocery store and, and still feeling good about you know getting meals on the table. So um, I'd love to share actually a a customer testimonial that just came in last week. It um, it reads as follows. Dear Sunbasket staff, thank you so much for being the go-to for our family food during this coronavirus pandemic. We have been ordering Sunbasket for more than two years now and have always been impressed with the quality of your produce and proteins, the unique deliciousness of your healthy recipes, and your unwavering commitment to serve your customers promptly and fully. But it has never become as apparent as it has now. So relieved to only have to go to the grocery store very infrequently this past month during this global crisis. We all laughed and it almost brought tears to my eyes when our delivery arrived yesterday. So I think this, you know, um, testimonial just speaks to the heightened importance, um, not just of helping people avoid the grocery store and, you know, deal with other ways to um, 
have meals together as a family, absent restaurants and other social opportunities. But um, this is like the power of feeling when you're well fed and you can get clean, healthy food that you feel good about. Um, just kind of this centralized role that can play in an overall feeling of wellness um, for people and for their families. Well, that sounds like there are a bunch of great stories that are being told right now. I'm glad that it's being categorized into a couple of different ways and a couple of different ways uh, in which folks are uh, being impacted and, and learning and thus I'm, I'm sure spreading the message, you know, I mean, this whole idea of uh, people taking recommendations from other folks to start new things. I imagine you, you also experience that as a as a channel of, of, of the growth that you oversee and especially in this current context where people are probably taking recommendations from other friends over anything else um, except for maybe health organizations. That's, uh, you know, that's that's certainly a good a good thing to know that that there are a few different ways in which the brand will be communicated. Um, if I can uh, turn for a second, actually, this will be the turn for home uh, in talking a little bit about advice. I'd love to get some from you. And this is something that our listeners will know well. I love to, whenever I have somebody on the show, ask them about their take on what makes for a more authentic brand, what makes for better relationships with customers and, and, and better businesses in that way. Reason being, most folks who listen to this show are uh, simply trying to emulate the paths of the guests that appear. I mean, really, at the end of the day. Uh, it, it, building brands is, is important to them at the same time. Building better relationships, uh, too. And marrying those two things, specifically. How to build a relationship with people while also you know, being a brand at the end of the day, which is always going to carry some level of skepticism and, and some level of separation between human to human, as much as we might try to, to bridge that gap. And so I'm curious if it's either through a success story of yours or a pitfall that you avoided or perhaps words that you received from a mentor or other notable moment in your career, whether it's Sunbasket or prior, and I know there's plenty of different categories under which this could have occurred, if you might have some advice for people listening in on how to build that better brand and, and how to build those more authentic relationships with people. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it all comes back to um, a, a constant quest and curiosity to understand the customer, um, whether that's, you know, data driven or qualitative. I think um, that that need to stay very customer centric, um, not just within the marketing organization, but in the way like the, the most powerful brands that I've like, had the privilege to work for. Um, that customer centricity doesn't just reside within marketing, but is, you know, living and breathing throughout the whole organization. I'm um, just to give an example, one of the um, most interesting brands that I, I went to go work for um, was <laughs> a little bit of a right-hand turn here, but um, it's called the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Yeah, I was curious about this. I've had one conversation in this space. I spoke with MGM a couple months ago, or a woman who just left MGM. So I want to hear, tell me about tell me about Cosmopolitan. Yeah, well, so the Cosmopolitan at the time was the latest mega resort um, to open on the Las Vegas Strip. And the marketing opportunity at the time was um, tremendous. Like how you launch a luxury brand in a loud and crowded market during a downturn economy. Um, so as we know, Las Vegas is many iterations of itself. So how you differentiate, how you stand out and how you drive that premium um, price point um, for, for a property. And 
what I, I the reason I bring this example up as, as I think because physical spaces such as hotels I think have the opportunity to wholly embody a brand experience um, particularly in hospitality a customer enters into that physical space and when you think about as like a marketer what are your touch points with the customer um, there are so many rich experiential touch points in a hotel whether it's um, the valet, the front desk, you know, room service, restaurants, um, uh, housekeeping, the pools. I mean, especially in these mega resorts, the touch points are um, very rich and um, very energized and very dramatic. So, you know, that's a property that all through the ranks, whether it's in the physical spaces through down to the employees, um, lived and breathed, not just the brand, but through the lens of the customer, like what that customer is is seeking in the property, (laughs) seeking in their journey, seeking in their service moments. So that for me, like that, that example of, of hospitality is something that I've tried to carry with me and and use whether I'm, you know, at Shuttle, which was a safe rides for kids, kind of Uber for kids model, where um, same thing, like transactionally, you're logistically solving for families how to get their kids from point A to point B when they can't, when they can't. But the whole ecosystem of the thing from the drivers to the families, um, you know, when you understand all that emotional content there is, um, makes for a very rich and authentic brand. And I think, I think that's the, the, the quest we're on at Sunbasket is how we evolve our brand as the meal kit category evolves. Um, as I said before, you know, as we evolve beyond being just a solve for what's for dinner, Sunbasket from the get-go was founded with these dietary preferences kind of at the top of the totem pole saying we're, we're not just a solve for dinner. We're solved for something deeper than that. We're meeting a higher need state of our customers. Um, but back to like the advice, I think it's how every single touch point um, in the customer journey, both marketing touch points and product touch points, um, digital touch points, everything um, is rooted and really based in, in that customer empathy, which can, I think, only be generated by rigorous insights, um, both quantitative and qualitative. Well, it's interesting to note. I'm glad that you're able to pull from all sorts of different experiences to bring that advice together. Um, and, uh, and listeners take it to heart, you know, especially, uh, as, as somebody right now who is, who is heading up a business that is, is, is growing wildly. Uh, it's very important to always keep, you know, those experiences and that centricity in mind and for telling us a little bit more about those service moments and how you tap into people's lives and homes and instill uh, love into the things that they do, whether they're putting hours into it or whether they're just heating it up in the oven. I really appreciate the uh, the insights and the stories that you've provided today, Vanessa. So thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Vanessa Myers from Sunbasket for joining the show today. Yeah, you know, when I, I think when that oven-ready thing goes nationwide, people are just going to eat that up. I mean, literally and figuratively, both. If you like this show, here's what you can do. You can see us in a couple different spots. Here, here's some places that I would recommend. Podcast.vavoom.com 
www.thepodcastmaker.co. There's one of them. That's where all the shows that I've ever done exist, all in a row. I'm glad you've tuned in today. This is a way to catch up. It's also the place where all future episodes will go to. So really, you got a triple punch there. And we're also on LinkedIn. There's a showcase page there, Authentic Influence Podcast, which you can check out. And this will include those shows as well as other little tidbits if you ever get any press written up about us. If we have events coming up, which we certainly will, I will have those there too. And then finally, you can connect with me personally, Adam Connor. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Reach out. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you recommend for the future, and I'll take you up on it. I'll be right back with another fantastic show about how a brand is mobilizing its masses to become more authentic. And until then, I've been Adam Connor, and for Authentic Influence, you'll hear from me again next time.